Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Super excited to be here. Hey, I want to talk today about market segmentation. Market segmentation, this is a B2B conversation, but if you're B2C, why not hang out and just listen in? Now, Last week, I started working with a company on a consultative basis. Is it consultative or consultative basis? Sorry about that. And so it's an interesting company. It's a technology company. Uh, They're on the West Coast. And right now, they're experiencing problems. It's a software company without getting into details. Um, And basically, their revenues have gone flat. In other words, you know, they've reached a certain revenue level and they just can't seem to get to the next level, right? Take it to the next level. And so I went in there and I spoke to them and I kind of, you know, spent the first maybe hour just kind of going through their numbers, uh, going through how they're approaching the markets, where their sales are coming from. And it was really interesting to, to really, you know, step in from the outside, look in to see what they were doing. And I can tell that there were several things that they were obviously missing. And I want to go through that with you because I think it's very instructive what I discovered. And maybe if you're in B2B or you're a small business owner, maybe you'll glean some insight from this conversation I had with them. So again, technology company, revenues are flat. Victor, we need help. So step one is, you know, I always ask people, well, let's look at your markets. What are your target markets? And so they said, Victor, it's, you know, it's financial institutions, it's healthcare, retail, government, and hospitality, right? Those were the five big market segments. But then I asked the obvious follow-up question, where are your revenues coming from? And I got this like kind of quizzical look like, uh, well, we think it's coming from the healthcare industry. I said, think? I said, what do you mean, think? Now, if you know me, because you've listened to my podcast in the past, I'm always about, you got to know your numbers. If I ask you a question, you got to know your numbers. If you're in sales, and if I ask you what's your close rate, you got to know that number. If I ask what's the average order size, you got to know your number. If I ask you where are your revenues coming from, what percentage coming from which segment, you got to know your numbers. If you're serious about business, you got to know your numbers. And so I told him, I said, what do you mean, kind of, maybe, sort of, not exactly, you don't know where the numbers are coming from. Well, anyway, after about maybe 45 minutes, they came back with the numbers, and they kind of had like this surprised look on their face, like, hey, you know, 60% of our revenues come from healthcare. You know, 60% comes from healthcare. And when they explained the other five, and there were maybe three or four additional segments, it wasn't that much. So my first initial question was, how much of your sales and marketing efforts are aimed at really digging in to this healthcare industry and really finding out what the real potential is. And then I got this, you know, the hemming and hawing. Well, you know, Victor, we try to serve all these markets. We only have, you know, one person dedicated to that market, blah, 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 all out. It was just a bunch of excuses, right? And at that point I realized they're not committed. They're not all in. Let me tell you what I mean. Let me explain what I mean. Look, when you have five market segments and you're limited in resources by the number of salespeople you have, you have to make the hard choices. And the hard choices is you got to pick a market segment. You can't serve five, six, seven market segments if you only got three salespeople. And so in this case, I said, look, we got to figure out how to go narrow and then deep within a market segment. And right now, it's 
seems to me that the numbers are indicating that healthcare seems to be a place where you could win and get more business, but you've only skimmed the surface of it. So step number one is what are your market segments? Step number two is basically, you know, where are your revenues coming from? Then step number three is, why don't we focus in on that market segment and now let's develop a sales and marketing plan to really go after that business. And at that point, we really started getting into how big is this market? Now, let me pause here because sometimes you have to really focus in on a market niche, a market segment to really understand how deep the rabbit hole goes. What I mean by that, sometimes we look at it from a distance and say, you know, we think that maybe there's X million dollars in that market. But as you get closer, as you become more intimate, as you know the market better, you start discovering what I call ancillary revenue streams. In other words, other ways you can make money, adjacencies, different ways within that market segment that you can make more money. But you can't see that when you're just touching the market sector. You have to be in it. In other words, you have to be in it to win it. You have to seek to dominate that market space. Now, when you do that, when you dedicate resources to, let's say, in this case, healthcare, what happens? Let's fast forward this. When you start dedicating two or three people to just bang away at the healthcare market, right, you're going to find out that there's this large market segment or industry called healthcare. Within healthcare, you're going to discover that there's maybe different verticals, different verticals or different silos. In other words, mark, healthcare is the big big headline, right? That's the big market. But underneath that, there's different verticals. For example, you find out within the healthcare space that general practitioners, you know, general doctors, practitioners, that's a big market segment. You may find hospitals are obviously a big market sector, but then you may find that there's some specialty, you know, type of doctors out there and that a concierge type of market space. In other words, these are people who specialize on specific things in the healthcare industry. So let's zoom out again. Healthcare. Below healthcare, I discover that there's three more markets, uh, verticals, right? There's general practitioners, there's hospitals, and there's specialty concierge type services. But what if I zoom in even further? What if I move into the specialty market and find out that in there, there are different niches within that vertical? So here's the hierarchy. Healthcare, market industry. Within that market industry, you're going to have different vertical markets, right? General practitioner, healthcare, specialty. Then I zoom in on specialty, the vertical, and I find out that there's different market niches within that. Well, this is what I'm discovering here is that the more I zoom in, the more I focus in on the industry, the verticals, and even into the market niches, I may find ways to find, grow my revenues. In other words, once I become intimate with the market sector, with the verticals, with the niches, that means I can now aim my sales and marketing efforts at trying to figure out where in this space do I play? Where in healthcare do I play? Is it specialty? Is it hospital? Is it general practitioners? Where do I play? And this is what I talked to the company about. And I said, look, the benefits are as follows. The first benefit is once you focus, you begin to understand your market segment better. You understand what they call the TAM, the total available market. How much business is really out there? 
Number two, benefit. You also develop an expertise within that industry. You become good at it, you know it, and because you know it, you understand it, you can provide better service, and you can position yourself as that person, that go-to person that people go to when they need advice. Three, you can accelerate your offerings based on those verticals or those niches. What do I mean by that? Look, if you tailor your product or service to a specific vertical or a niche within that vertical, and there's not a lot of competition there, you're going to accelerate your sales. Number four, you'll have a clear sales plan. In other words, when you tell your salespeople, here's what we're going to do, here's the industry, here's the vertical, here are the niches we're going after, here's how you approach this, they'll clearly understand what they need to do. The fifth benefit is, is that now you can put together a cohesive marketing plan, a go-to-market business plan to actually capture new market share. That's how you do it. This is called market segmentation. It's how you approach a business. And again, sometimes we try to serve everybody. Like this company was trying to serve six or seven different markets when you count the small ones. Again, finance, healthcare, retail, government, hospitality, and a couple of others. I am saying to them, focus in on where you're winning today. And if you're winning in healthcare, well, let's figure out what else is in that market segment that we can benefit from. What are some of the adjacencies, other market revenue streams within healthcare that we haven't tapped into? That is called a very focused market approach. So that is market segmentation 101. If you're a small business owner, you're strapped, you don't have a lot of people, then maybe what you need to do is not to try to serve everybody, but find where you can win in specific market segments. Large corporations get it, but maybe small, medium-sized businesses need to start doing this in order to sell more effectively. Anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. You know the deal. I always appreciate the feedback. Love the interaction. Also, check out my new online sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy. 24 courses, 300 plus videos, my 12 books you'll find in the vault, and a bunch of other bonuses that you'll find very interesting. Look, I've priced the platform so anybody can afford to get in it. So again, if you want to increase your sales ability, go to salesmasteryacademy.us, not .com, salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, sell again hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.